Hello, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Uninformed Podcast, the number one podcast. If you Google the Uninformed Podcast, that's right, number one. I don't even know if that's true. <laughs> Isn't it a Bill Burr number one? It very well may not be true, but what is true, it's the number one podcast in my heart, and that's all that matters. So with me today, I got Factual. my brother nice. since 97. What up, Jay? Hey, Jonah. Hey, man. My boy, Tish. Hey, Jonah. What's up, buddy? You forgot my name. That's... And I, well, no. last but not least, Ethan, probably the most intelligent of the four of us. That's false, but hey. I guarantee you, you scored higher on the math section of the SATs than any one of us, my friend. Obscure, obscure trivia. With that and our intros, let's jump right in. I got a really exciting episode for us today. Uh, we're going to try something new. First time on The Uninformed Podcast. It's never been done before. Uh, we okay. have a Select Your Own Journey podcast episode. So hopefully, oh, sweet. hopefully, how this plays out is I, I will read off a couple options. You guys will pick out what what segment of the story you would like to hear first, and we'll start oh. with that. And then hopefully we can piece it all together by the end, and it makes sense to the viewers. It's like, Dude, it's a, it's a choose-your-own-adventure. Yeah, yes, it's like sir. Goosebumps. Yes, sir. Goosebumps? Goosebumps? That's yeah, because right. there's a few books where you choose your own adventure. It's fun. Your imagination oh, runs wild. Geez. So, to start off... it does. I'm going to leave it amongst the three of you as to who gets to pick the first step in our journey. Ethan. 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 Yeah, go Ethan. Ethan. Okay, I'll do it. I volunteer. Don't leave All right. Astray. Ethan, I'm going to rattle off a couple of the many, many categories we have, and I want you to uh, tell me which one you would like to start hearing about. All right. All right. And they're very vague, so uh, no, no, oh, right. no context clues. Adolf. Ooh. Rudolph, Jesse Owens, Pele, Adidas, Puma. Jesse Owens, baby. Jesse Owens. Okay, Tish, quick history fact. Who was Jesse Owens, my man? <laughs> oh, my God. Jesse Owens, he sounds so obscure to me. I don't know. I heard Pele, Adidas, and Puma, so I'm guessing it he's related matter, to bro. soccer you got, or football, does, as they call does, it in Europe. Doesn't matter, man. You got Jesse Owens. Oh. Okay. Who Who is Jesse Owens, my friend? I do not know. Do you want to phone a friend? Yeah, I'll phone a friend. Well, this is typically where you phone your okay, friend. Okay, phone him. <laughs> Okay, I'm assuming. Phone him. What are you I'm doing? Ring, Tish, ring. You were choosing not to phone your friend. So, I said uh, phone J a friend. Yeah, but you didn't call your friend. Oh, you, ring, you, ring. You, what you didn't call Ethan and ring, Jared? Ring, ring. Who, uh, who are hey, you calling? Hey, Jared. Can you help out? Jay, you loan the assist on this one. Um. Yeah. Sure. Uh, Jesse Owens is the um, first president of uh, South Africa, and then he. Then went. Okay, stop, stop, what? stop. Wow, okay. I'm going to get this thing back on the rails. I think you're thinking of Nelson Mandela. Oh, yeah, that's the one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Close, Com man, close. Completely way off. Jesse Owens was a well-known American. He was the first American to win four gold medals at a single Olympics. 
Furthermore, Jesse Owens was a black man that competed in the 1936 Berlin Olympics. For those of you who don't know your history too well, 1936 was when Adolf Hitler was in his rise to power. So, for those of you, again, who don't know your history and don't know what Hitler was doing, he was trying to prove the superiority of the Aryan race, which was the, the blonde hair, blue-eyed individuals. So... For an individual like Jesse Owens to show up in the 1936 Berlin Olympics hosted in Berlin, Germany to win four gold medals. He medaled in the long jump, the 100, the 200 meter dashes, and then the 4x100 relay. He uh, was, the, like I said, the first American track and field athlete to win four medals. First American track and field athlete to win four gold medals in a single Olympic game. And what was so impressive was him doing that as a black man in Germany when Hitler had his whole Aryan crew with him. So that's just to kind of touch on who Jesse Owens uh, is and what he was most famous for. He's a big deal in the running world, by the way. Yes. Yes, he especially the American running world, but also, you know, yeah. the African-American community. Jesse Owens is a very well-known, prominent individual with a lot of respect. Um, and there's a lot more to who Jesse was, but for our sake here, I'm just going to leave it at that. We might circle back to him later, depending on the path that we take. But for now, you guys understand who Jesse Owens is. Yes. Tish, you huh. on board? Yeah. Perfect. All right. Who who's picking the next step? Jared. Jared. All right. You pick. All right, Jay. I'm gonna rattle off. You're you're left with Adolf, Rudolph, <laughs> Pele, Adidas, or Puma. I would like Adidas, please. Perfect. Uh, let's leave Adidas and Puma for last. They're a nice little spoiler. So let's go with uh, Adolf. Actually, you know what? No, screw it. We'll we'll go with. Uh, you said Adidas. Uh, correct. Okay, perfect. Well, so two of these kind of tie together, and it happens to be Adidas. Um, when I mentioned Adolf, who was the first Adolf that came to mind? Adolf Hitler. Uh, that was the first. I think that's probably the most famous known Adolf, but Adolf's. Yeah, only if you're a sicko, Tish. <laughs> oh, well, I guess truth comes to light. <laughs> You sicko. So first thing that comes to your mind. If we go back yeah. back to the 30s, 40s, Adolf's actually a very common uh, German name. Obviously, with the rise of Adolf Hitler and what he tried to accomplish, it has become less popular, especially in today's world, <laughs> even yeah. in the German world. But Adolf is a German name. Um, so you can kind of sense a trend here. But um, the Adolf we are talking about is not Adolf Hitler, even though we just mentioned him in the Jesse Owens segment. Um, Adolf Dassler is the Adolf I'm referring to. For those of you who don't know, Adolf Dassler is actually the founder of a shoe company uh, in Germany. Um, oh, uh, I see where this is going. I see where we're going here. Uh, well, maybe, maybe. Maybe I don't. Maybe ah, you might. So Adolf, uh, he was known as Adolf Addy Dassler. Fun fact for you, I actually share the same birthday as him. Not the year, but November third, nineteen ninety. And dude, congrats! Thank you. Very and cool. uh, and Addy Adolf Dassler uh, passed away on September sixth, nineteen seventy eight. So he was a ripe old seventy eight years old. 
Wow. I guess technically 77, but very close. Uh, but he was a German inventor, uh, entrepreneur, and big into sportswear. Uh, big sports guy. And he actually, can anybody tell me, and you get three Jonah Bucks, if you can tell me. Oh, Whoa. Yes. Uh, that's right. Busting out the Jonah Bucks. Can anybody tell me what company Adolf Addy Dassler founded that is still a well-known company today? Mercedes Benz. It's on Tish's. It's on. No, you idiot. It's on your shirt. Oh, oh shoot. Adidas. <laughs> what did Zach say? Adidas? He said Mercedes Benz. No, I said Adidas. <laughs> yeah, no, for kidding. those of you who uh, can't Well, I see... thought of Germany. I thought of Mercedes Benz and Volkswagen, so said Mercedes Benz. <laughs> I, I understand your logic. I like it. Yeah. I don't know how Jesse Owens would exactly play into that. Maybe he drove yeah. a Mercedes yeah. back in the day. Um, but, yeah, for those of you who can't see, uh, Ethan is 1,000% correct. Zach is wearing a shirt that says Adidas. Yeah. Adolf Dassler was the founder of Adidas Sports Apparel. That makes sense. Tish, what does Adidas stand for? Oh, God. Uh, what does Adidas stand for? Um, I'm guessing Has A anybody... stands for athletic. No, completely wrong. Can no? I steal it? I, All right, I, I don't know. Can I steal it? Let me, let me steal it. Yeah. Ethan. It's his name that you've said a million times. It's Adi Dassler. It's Adidas. Yes. There we oh, go. Geez. Adi. Dassler. I didn't realize it was that simple. Okay, Adidas. However, wow. a current adaptation that people have kind of put to it, which is not accurate because it is based off Adolf, quote unquote, Adi, and then last name Dassler, Adi Dassler, Adidas. But if you break it down, the A D I D A S, all day I dream about sports. Oh. So, huh. modern. I actually until my, until my research that's what I thought it stood for. I did not know that because I I had heard that in school and growing up all day I dream about sports Adidas. It fits. It's a sports apparel company. I thought that made sense. So oh, I, any, I was shocked. I realize any that. any dude I dig are super. <laughs> what? Whoa! That's never the one I heard. I heard Adolf Dassler is. Ding. Okay, we're going super. What? <laughs> <laughs> one, one last sidebar here. I, when I was in, uh, I think high school, maybe middle school. I want to say high school though. Um, I actually remember a kid getting sent to the principal's office because uh, a teacher commented on the Adidas, um, and he said, "Oh yeah, Sansa, all day I dream about sex." And they were like, <gasps> "That's it. That's a no-no. Unfortunately, that's a no-no. Yeah, <laughs> yep. You can't do that." <laughs> Can't say that. For our viewers who that's vulgar, that's completely vulgar. For our viewers who can't spell, don't ask your parents. You don't want to get in trouble about that. But anyway, Adidas does not stand for all day. I dream about sports. It's an adaptation of Adolf Dassler's name, Adidas. Anyway, what a fun fact! It that is a real fun fact. So Addy created this company, Adidas. Um, it was actually his uh, second company that he created. Uh, he was one of the earliest and first uh, promoters, companies, whatever you want to use that terminology for, that actually use endorsements with prominent athletes to drive his products and the sale of his products. So he's one of the... F- Case in point, Zach wearing an Adidas shirt right now. Exactly. This could not have worked out better. 
Yeah, what are the odds? What are the chances? So somebody say back, it's random. And speaking might. of which, check out the random episode that uh, was released on the Uninformed Podcast. Thank Fun you guys plug. for tuning in. Yeah, <laughs> little little plug there. Props to you, baby. What a plug. That was seamless. Like well done. So back to Addy Dassler. Uh, he actually built the largest manufacturer of equipment and sportswear back at this time. And um, if you remember, I mentioned he died in 1978. So in 1978, at that point, Adidas had 17 factories and the annual se- sales uh, had reached the 1 billion marks, which was another term for euro Jesus. at the time. In the 70s? Wow. Yeah, yeah. so in 78, it had reached essentially 1 billion euros. That's I don't, a lot of money, man. Geez. A lot of euros. It is, and, and we'll kind of get into that, but keep in mind, he was one of the first people to um, have endorsements with professional athletes, so... You might be able to sense where this is all coming together here. Um, Real quick, even before that, uh, before he had created Adidas, he was always a big sports guy, apparel guy for as much as you could be back in, you know, the 30s and 40s. Uh, He had, uh, he supported himself. He tried to start his own business by repairing shoes in town, kind of like a shoe shine. But, you know, if you had a rip in your shoes, you could bring it in. He would try to fix it. Um, Keep in mind, during this time, World War Two, it may not, it hadn't started yet. But if you if you have studied your history, you would know Germany was still in shambles from World War One. They were looking, you know, to repair themselves and mend, and that's kind of how Adolf came in. Adolf Hitler, that is, came into power um, as a leader. Even before World War II had ever started, he had started amassing his ideology amongst the country and kind of, you know, weeding out uh, individuals and leaning towards, you know, later on what he would eventually try to accomplish, which was a superior race. Um, So very, very hard country, very hard time to live in with everything that was going on uh, always the threat of war and when you lose world war one and you have reparations to pay to other countries um, it, it wasn't a very wealthy area you spend all your money on on war um, you know guns tanks whatever it is uh, it's, it, it's very hard to recover from that and make a, a good switch to get back into a positive economical situation um, so that's kind of why uh, Adolf Dassler uh, he would he was trying to repair shoes instead of creating shoes at that time. Um, and he, that makes sense. Yep. he, he actually would go through and try to find like old army debris from world war one, from training sites in between world war one and, and try to create stuff out of old war materials. Um, something huh. that he could find the material. So he was an upcycler pretty much where he could find, you know, a, materials for free it was kind of reliable because of everything that had had gone on but he was able to amass a a ton of equipment supplies um he you know the army helmets uh bread pouches they supplied leather and soles for shoes parachutes he could use uh for the silk for the slippers to put in there so he actually kind of recycled a lot of equipment that he found into his uh, shoe company so we didn't yeah, quite get. Innovative. We didn't quite get there yet, but what I just m- mentioned, where he recycled sure. all that stuff, that was prior to Adidas. 
If you remember yeah. earlier, I said Adidas was the second shoe company he started. Yep. Before that, mm. he had oh, started yeah. one. Um, but another thing uh, Adi Dassler is famous for, um, he produced and is credited with being one of the first individuals to create spiked shoes. If you know anything about track yep. and field athletes, uh, even you know soccer, football, most sports that are played on grass or turf – Nowadays, you wear some version of a spiked shoe. So back in the day, being able to create that, uh, being one of the first well-known brands that had spiked shoes was humongous for him. Yeah. I think back in the day, too, those tracks were made out of cinders, which is like mulch. So, you know, if you didn't have spikes, you'd be slipping around Cor- trying to get traction, especially for a sprinter. Correct. And, and especially with uh, the shoes that they wore back in the day. Um, oh, yeah. One other fun fact, and I'm skipping a lot of stuff here, uh, but uh, he actually, he he was a very intelligent guy, and he was very, very focused on trying to find the best possible solution to to athletics, you know, shoes. Uh, He experimented, and this is the part I like, with shark skin and kangaroo leather as far (laughs) as creating his shoes. Advanced. Oh, wow. Yeah. Just creating with different um, different materials to see what worked, what didn't work, um, and years later, his um, his wife or his widowed wife had said that developing shoes was a hobby, not his job, and he did it very scientifically. So good, you know. They it, always say, make your hobby. If you can find a way to get paid for your hobby, then you're living it up, right? Correct. Correct. Uh, so we'll move on here in the sake of time. That's uh, a lot of the fun facts, though, on Addy. So now I believe, Tish, it is your turn to choose the next the next segment. Your options are Rudolph, Pele, and Puma. Choose wisely. Let's do Rudolph. Okay. So in the last segment, we talked about Adolf, who created Adidas, Zach, can you tell me if you had to guess what Rudolph is best known for? His red nose? <laughs> Don't say guiding Santa. <laughs> oh, I said red nose. So slightly different. He no, is. um Rudolph. Oh, jeez. Rudolph. Um So if remember we're talking the, about shoes, remember we're talking your about op- it's World War Two. Remember Rudolph. the options I just read off. So remember what you just read off? Rudolph, Pele, and Puma. So he was the inventor of Puma. No, he was the best friends with Pele, but nice try. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, Rudolph is the founder of Puma. Okay, nice. So, oh. are you guys ready for the biggest plot twist you've heard so far this episode? Dude, I've been ready yeah, Let's for go. minutes. Okay, Rudolph... Are you ready? Can I get can I get a drum roll please? Ah! Rudolph is the older brother of Adolf Dassler. Whoa. Whoa. Really? That's wow. right. So Rudolph Dassler Rudolph Dassler Rudolf Dassler was born March 26, 1898, and he died October 27, 1974. So he's the older brother of Adolf Dassler. 
By two years. That means these siblings, one sibling created Adidas and one sibling created Puma. Wow. Isn't wow. that crazy? What a family. Yeah, that's insane. Dude, that's a good good pedigree right there, huh? It's kind of like your family, Jared and Jonah. Yeah. <laughs> Except way less successful. Um, yeah. So Hey, you never know. Still got years ahead of you. Yeah, oh. It's more like Zach and Sam. <laughs> yeah, so Rudolph, also known as Rudy. So Rudolph Rudy Dassler, as I mentioned, born in 1898. Uh, you know, well, he was also German, well-known businessman. Um, he was a member of the Nazi party, as was Adolf. Although, looking Ooh. back on what I could find... Uh, Rudy was a more prominent member of the Nazi party, or at least more outspoken than Adolf Dassler was. Um, and he is the uh, he was the founder of Puma, uh, also a well-known uh, sports brand apparel company. Uh, like I mentioned, Rudy is the older brother of Adolf. If you remember, I mentioned when we were talking about Adolf Dassler that that adidas was the second company he created the first company they created has a german name i'm not even going to pretend to uh enunciate it but basically the english translation is dassler brothers shoe factory so Hmm. before adidas and puma that means both brothers rudy and addy uh, were in business together under the dassler brothers shoe factory so they worked well. They created their own shoes. And if you remember when I mentioned about uh, Addy forging through the fields of Germany to find old helmets and, uh-huh. and whatnot, that all led to the Dasser Brothers Shoe Factory. I see. Oh. So. You know, how do, can, I, can I say something? Yeah, yeah. Chime in, fellas. I don't, I don't know if this is extremely controversial, but he probably realized being a member of the Nazi party and working in sports, that is quite a hot take to think that the Aryan race was the best, especially when he worked in the sports industry, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a hot take, buddy. If, wow, it is. I, it's I, very, I don't understand. Uh, if you go back yeah. through history, the 1936 Berlin Olympics was a very big um, Olympics. Because Hitler was trying to prove that the Aryan race was superior to all other races out there. Which made Jesse Owens that much more important as an Amer- as a black American to go over, yeah, that's, that's what I'm over to Germany exactly. and beat Hitler. So this is kind of where we start tying everything together. Can Boom, so it wasn't that controversial because it happened. Can Jared. anybody <laughs> guess... What kind of shoes Jesse Owens wore during the Berlin Olympics in Germany? Uh, Jared knows. Nike? Oh, no. 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 no Follow the trend. He, he, no, well, he the Dassler Brothers Shoe Factory, because Puma and Adidas were created after those Olympics. Oh, so, I see. So Jesse Owens, yeah, the first Jesse Owens, a black man in Germany under Hitler trying to prove that white blonde hair blue eyed individuals were superior wore a German made shoe and won four gold medals as the first track and field Olympian to ever do so what a a feat that was for him wow wow and dude that is amazing 
What a story of triumph, huh? Yeah, exactly. And uh, I remember reading about Jesse Owens. He had when the um, the Dassler brothers had approached Jesse Owens about wearing his shoes. Um, he was very much impressed by their design, the hard work, everything that was put into the design of these shoes. And he said, I will wear these or I was going to run barefoot. So kind of the, what huh. you were saying, Ethan, wow. earlier back then, the tracks weren't the same as what they are now. He was going to run barefoot until he saw these shoes. And then it kind of it, – it honestly, if you go back, it, it embarrassed Hitler uh, to have a, a – an, a guy like Jesse Owens wearing German shoes beat the German athletes. Dude, I love that. That's amazing. I love that so much. Yeah. That's a being a track athlete myself. It's a story that I find dear to my heart. Absolutely beautiful. Also being a man of color, just like Jesse <laughs> Owens myself. Ethan, do you think the shoes were the biggest influence on why Jesse Owens won uh, that many races? No. Not the biggest influence. He was he trained hard and he had a natural ability, natural, natural talent. talent, and he was a great runner. Yeah, I, I yeah, that's a good point. I would have probably agree with that. But also, yeah, shoes help, especially on like I said, because those tracks were cinder. You know, like fi- fine mulch. Oh, okay. So you definitely want to have some traction, especially for a sprinter. You know, with high acceleration loads. Yeah, it. I agree with everything you guys just said. Um, we'll move on from Rudolf Dassler. But that's a you know a little bit of background from him. Um, as you can imagine, if both brothers had started the Dassler Brothers Shoe Factory, for them to both create Adidas, one to create Adidas and one to create Puma, there was a falling out. Um, I read a bunch of di- oh, yeah. di- different rumors. Um, there was some speculation as to both of their wives did not like each other. Um, it, <laughs> oh, it was a there's, it was um, accused that one of the brothers had reported the other brother to the Nazis. Um, there was a bunch of, of different reports out there. Um, I, I couldn't find a concrete piece of evidence that suggested why they split up. Like I said, a bunch of different reasons. So for our sake here, um, the two brothers had a big fight and decided that's it we're done we're dis we're dis uh dissolving the the dassler brothers shoe factory and then from there rudolph went on to create puma and adolf went on to create adidas much like adidas addy dassler created adidas so rudolph dassler he founded originally he wanted to call his company ruda an acronym for Rudolf Dassler, um, but didn't really fall in love with it, and he ended up changing it to the name Puma. You go from Ruda, Puma, they sound similar, but Puma being after an, an animal, you get a cool logo. Um, Puma, it's uh, the word for cougar, and um, that's kind of how that came into play. So that's kind of enough about them. It's not really about Rudolph and Adolf at this point. That leaves us to our last leg of this podcast, Pele. Oh, I like that. Does, any, like, Pele. does anybody know who Pele is? Feel free to chime in. Football. Soccer player? Famous football soccer player. Yes. For us American soccer, for the rest of the world, football player. Football. Um, Pele... I would say is probably the most famous or at least the most well-known soccer player, especially the most well-known 
non-current soccer player. But for those of you listening, uh, Pele unfortunately was in the news not too long ago. Uh, unfortunately, on December 29th, 2022, Pele passed away. Oh, oh, wow! Uh, Wait, I didn't, I didn't know about that. Yeah, <laughs> that's huge. Yeah. So at the time of this recording, it was about three weeks ago. By the time it airs, it might be you know two to three months ago. But uh, basically, at the very end of 2022, Pele had passed away. Uh, he was born October 23rd, 1940. So a little bit after everything we've just talked about. But he was the uh, Pele um, was the top uh, joint goal scorer for Brazil. He had in 92 games he had 77 goals, and within the club level, he was uh, Santos' all-time goal scorer with 643 goals in 659 games. Wow. So, where Pele much. factors Lady into feet. this, if you remember, I talked about. Um, the the Dasslers and them starting to endorse athletes. Can you guys guess where I'm going with this? I'm picking it up. I think I might be picking this up. Awesome. I so, think I might be kicking the ball where you want me to score. <laughs> Tish, I can always count on you for a ill-timed bad pun that we all love you for. <laughs> <laughs> so if you remember i talked about both puma and adidas uh starting to sign athletes to endorsements i believe muhammad ali was signed by one of them wow. and i want to say george frazier uh wow these top high level athletes were signed by these sports companies to um wear their products uh either at they're you know when they're when they're walking up to the ring when they're in the ring whatever that may be um so we'll start with the pele pact the pele pact was an agreement that both addy and rudy had come to way back in the day basically the premise here is that neither one of those companies would be able to sign Pele because they would continue to outbid each other to the point where one of the companies would fail. And neither company wanted to get stuck with a bid that was too high that would cause their company to fail. So they came up with the Pele Pact where both brothers basically uh, agreed uh, that they would not sign Pele. Who at this time, Pele was the most famous athlete in the world. Which is which is why, which is why we're talking about Pele because if you could endorse him in America right now, it'd be like trying to endorse get Tom Brady or LeBron James, like the the top, the best of the best. But Pele, uh, being the most famous athlete in the world, obviously you're not limited to one country. Um, the things, you, the the money, the revenue that he would bring for you would be unfathomable. So both brothers decided, you know what, it's not worth us losing our company trying to sign Pele. We're going to create the Pele Pact, and neither one, Puma or Adidas, will sign Pele. Wow. Oh. That's huge. So. So this is where we get into the craziest part of my research and what, what I found. So in 1970... 
Puma brokered one of the smartest marketing ploys of all time. In 1970, there was a World Cup quarterfinal match between Brazil and Peru. Pele was playing in this match. So Puma approached Pele with a $120,000 offer. This was back in 1970. Today, it would be roughly a $1 million offer if you adjust for inflation. So they went to him with essentially a $1 million offer. And they said, listen, well... They had that Pele pack, so they couldn't get him to go out there and wear Pumas. So they said, Pele, we want you to walk to midfield seconds before kickoff and ask the official for time to tie your shoes. Okay. So Pele mm-hmm. agrees. He Pele approaches midfield to tie his shoes. Yeah. The cameras zoom in. And millions of people all realize at once, Pele is wearing Puma shoes. Whoa. <gasps> Whoa. I, they broke the pact. No, the pact. What about the pact? The pact yeah, was. Violated. The, the, no, no, they did not. No? Technically, no. The pact was they would not sign Pele as oh, a Puma or Adidas athlete. Oh, so, Puma outsmarted Adidas in this scenario, and they said, you know what, Pele, listen. We can't sign you, but what we're going to do, we're going to give you a million dollars. We want you before the World Cup quarterfinal match just to walk to the midfield circle. Ask the ref for a few seconds to tie your shoes. As you're tying your shoes, we paid the cameramen. They're going to zoom in on your shoes that you're tying, and instantly the entire world is going to see that you, Pele, the most famous athlete in the world, is a Puma athlete. Wow. That, that's one of the best advertisements that's that's they could awesome. have done. Jeez. Did he, did he, do we know if he always wore Puma shoes? Or? Pele, no. Okay, so he only wore them for this, which wouldn't him putting the shoes on become an endorsement, or am I wrong? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm wondering. So yeah. that, yeah, and, and that now we're getting into the technicalities. So while the structure of this deal technically circumvented the Pele Pact, um, Obviously, Adidas and Adi Dassler were extremely upset um, because Pele was the greatest soccer or football footballer in history, and Puma saw their numbers take off like never before, um, and that just kind of deepened the the war between Adidas and Puma when it came to apparel. So you know, technically, did they? Didn't they? Probably, probably not. Who knows? I didn't do too much into it. For me, it was a bigger story. I found very fascinating. Um, hmm. But that's why today, especially not so much in America, but if you go back overseas, Germany um, and the surrounding countries, people take brand loyalty to new heights that you've never seen over here in America. Sure, people, you know, over here you have people that are Ford guys or Chevy guys or, you know, um, Dolce & Gabbana, whatever it is, where they're loyal to one, one brand where they only wear one. They're over in Germany. There are people, if you're running an Adidas store and somebody just, you know, happens to walk in with any sort of Puma apparel, they will literally kick them out of the store. That's wow. how important brand loyalty wow. is, is over there. That's called they, brand loyalty. They would for rather, real, for real, no cap. yeah, exactly. They would rather not sell a pair of Puma shoes to somebody who walks in wearing Adidas stuff 
They would rather not make that sale than sell it to somebody wearing the rival company stuff. Do you think they would rather have someone walk in uh, naked? naked or with Puma stuff on? Probably naked because, again, we get, we get into naked. the brand loyalty. So that is pretty much our, the conclusion of our first choose-your-own-adventure uh, order. Hopefully everything tied together there at the end. I actually thought it worked out to be a, a really good natural order. Uh, does anybody have any questions about Adidas and Puma, how they started, all the way up to um, the the Pele Pact? Yeah. Well, I have a comment. Yes, sir. But the, my comment is just to further your point about the whole brand loyalty thing. Back when I was running a lot, I was the Adidas guy. I had the shoes, the clothes, and I had a couple buddies that were Nike guys. And this is a true story. I'm not lying. Unfortunately, I had to, you know, break a couple of their legs, and I had to sever a couple of their toes, you know, just because they weren't Adidas guys; they were Nike guys. Brand so loyalty, violent, support, brother. True, yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Stick true. to the brand. Yeah. Nice. Well, hey, Jonah. So, what made you? What interested you in doing the research for this uh, topic or all these subtopics? So I remember years ago hearing about uh, how Adidas and Puma were created by brothers. And then, to yeah. be honest, I, I saw um, somebody did a, a uh, article on, I, I don't know, Twitter, some social media thing. And I was like, oh, that, you know, I remember that. And I started looking into it. And then I didn't know that, like, Jesse Owens and Pele were involved. And, and the more I looked into it, the more I was like, this is, like, a really cool story. You have two brothers <laughs> that grew up that started their own shoe company that then had a falling out and created individual well before they had the falling out they signed the one of the greatest american track and field athletes of all time uh olympic athletes of all time to wear their shoes in their home country where their leader was trying to prove how great their race was and then you have a you have a <laughs> fall yeah as a black man, and then you have two uh, falling out between the brothers, who then go on to create their own very successful shoe companies, or not even shoe companies, but sports apparel. Most people have heard of Adidas and Puma. I would say I kind of view Adidas probably as more popular than Puma, but Puma is still a massive, massive brand. And then Pele. You know whether you follow soccer or not. If you're just a casual sports fan, there's a good chance you've heard of Pele before. Whether oh, yeah. whether you oh, yeah, knew who he so. is or wasn't. So you're tying in all the you know Jesse Owens, Pele, Adidas, Puma. It all stemmed from one one German family, way back when. So that's I just if wow. it's that's a insane. crazy. I didn't know any of that. Yeah, yeah I did either. not know it yeah. all tied in like that. <laughs> Yeah. That's crazy. So that's the more I looked into it, Zach, to answer your question, the more I was just like, this is just like a cool, cool story that I wanted to share with you three. Well, glad you did. Glad you chose to give us all the details and not pass it up. Like yeah, soccer, of course. Like you pass the ball. <laughs> like I said, oh, we can always count on nice. you for an uh, a ill-timed, ill-spoken pun, but we love <laughs> we love you for it. We love you for it, I guess it, it went Zach. out of bounds. Thank you, fellas. Oh, <laughs> I oh, gotta stop. I'm going too much. Yeah, you're 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 spending these this final thirty seconds in the penalty box. Can we mute him? Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Delete his audio. Thank you, fellas, for joining me for this podcast. I had a lot of fun doing the research on this one. Thank you for letting me try something new in our choose your own layout adventure. 
for this podcast. I look forward to seeing you guys all next week. Viewers, thank you for staying tuned. We wouldn't be doing this without you. Please show your support, your love, wherever podcasts are found, on all of our social media platforms. Please give a shout out to our boy Ethan, who does amazing graphics for us uh, that has really helped help pick up a few listeners for us so we thank you and uh hopefully you guys all choose to tune in next wednesday for the next uninformed podcast sayonara peace out adidas son rock and roll